This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Today's guest is an expert in self-love rituals and is here to tell us how to look past the colloquial connotations of self-care and stop feeling like you're bad at self-care. She's going to share self-care planning practices for moms that take less than 30 minutes and help you start each week with joy. Before we meet her, I just want to say thank you for the outpouring of love and support around my new book, but definitely wear mascara. From reviews that say you can't put it down to comments that this book is a must read, I'm overwhelmed and humbled by how well it's doing and how much you love it. And in case you still haven't grabbed your copy, the link is in the show notes. This book is a collection of my love letters to all the working mamas out there like you who are trying to make a mark on the world while being the best moms they can be. It's super easy to read with short chapters that don't need to be consumed in order, which of course I did on purpose because I know you're busy. And if you're one of those mamas who just needs a sneak peek before she commits, you can download a free chapter at youridealmomlife.com slash free chapter. Last thing before we dive in, I just want to remind you that some of the best ways to support this show are to, one, make sure you're officially subscribed or following. So go ahead and take a second to hit that plus or checkmark button in your podcast app. And two, leave a rating and a review. And if you like this episode, share it with another mom. We are all about moms supporting moms here at the Love Your Mom Life podcast. And the stuff we're talking about today needs to be heard by other mamas. Finally, be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is Nikki Odin so we can connect and stay in touch. I personally manage that account and I see every single like, comment, and DM. So let's be friends already. And now let's meet our guest. Today's guest is the founder of Savor Beauty, a natural skincare and facial spa brand inspired by Korean beauty and self-love rituals, and a former international classical concert pianist. Called the Unexpected Beauty Virtuoso by Mind Body Green, she created the award-winning skincare in her kitchen, became an accidental entrepreneur, and built a multi-million dollar enterprise around the philosophy of manifesting beauty, brilliance, and balance. 
She has led hundreds of women empowerment workshops, and her Savor Beauty self-care planner has sold over 100,000 copies. A highly recognized skin and self-care expert, her skincare and spas in New York City have been chosen as Best of New York and featured in top publications such as the New York Times, Vogue, Elle, People, Allure, Well and Good, and more. She lives in New York City with her teen daughter, mini golden retriever, and philanthropic partner. Check out her website, saverbeauty.com, and be sure to connect with her on Instagram at Angela Gia Kim. I'm thrilled she's here. Welcome to the show, Angela. I'm so happy to be here with you, Nikki. Oh my goodness. I mean, you have done so many amazing things. I love your story. And I think that's where I want to start. Like, how did this all happen? You say you became an, an accidental entrepreneur and you certainly are now living the dream as an entrepreneur, but how did you get from where you were with, I think you said, a, a, I read your book, a one month old to where you are today? <laughs> wow. Where do I begin? Well, I think my story, even though it sounds crazy, it can be very relatable in that um, we all go through reinvention in life at some point, right? And mm-hmm. I think my story is proof that you can reinvent yourself and you're never too old to reinvent yourself. So I started as a concert pianist and I was about to walk up on stage and I put on this quote, natural lotion all over my body and started breaking out into hives. Oh, and no. um, that was very humiliating, Nikki. So yeah. I took a look at the list of ingredients after I got off the stage and just found a lot of chemicals in this so-called natural lotion. And I did research on my own. And just for fun, I decided to get into my kitchen and make my own cream that was organic, non-toxic. And also I'm Korean and my mom is my muse in many ways for beauty rituals. I wanted to please her with the cream. So it Mm. needed to be age delay, anti-aging. That's what she was into. So, you know, I didn't know that it was going to be a business and it was just a passion project. And I woke up every morning in between practicing Mozart and Beethoven. I was just... (laughs) creams, lotions, and potions in my kitchen. So it really started as a hobby. And then as you mentioned in my book, I I wrote about how my daughter, when she was, when she was in my belly for Mm -hmm. five months in my belly, I just decided I didn't want to have this crazy touring concert pianist life where I was never at home. So I decided to take a year's break and um, give birth to my baby. And then I started selling creams at the holiday shop in Bryant Park, um, which is in New York City. And I just sold a lot of creams. And I learned how to become a salesperson. I learned all my, learned so many business lessons during that one month. And I was breastfeeding all at the same time. And I think that's what moms do best. We multitask. But it's, it's, a, I hope my story is very inspirational for somebody who's like, you know, I'm not so happy in what I'm doing. And I'm so busy with baby, kids, teenagers. Is there still life in me? And I can say without a doubt, yes, you can reinvent yourself anytime you want. Well, in your book, you say perhaps you're successful at work, have a loving family, or think your partner is ideal. But without self-love, factors like burnout, stress, and the daily blues can sabotage your best intentions. And I thought, wow, that's so powerful. So how did that kind of come into play with your journey as you were 
building this business from scratch out of your kitchen and trying to shift from what you'd always known as a concert pianist into becoming this cosmetics girl, right? Like how did you how did you manage that those burnout stress blues factors and with a newborn? Well, when you are a mom and you're raising a family and then you're as as a businesswoman, it's I I burnt out. I crashed and burned at one point mm-hmm. and I started to get panic attacks and I had a lot of anxiety. I started getting a lot of hives. Um, I never went to business school. So there was a really steep learning curve for me. And then suddenly I have these two spas that I had opened up in the city and all these employees. And I was just overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. And everyone wanted a piece of me. And I think every Mm -hmm. mom relate to that. So I would go to work and then I'd come home and my work was not done. I still needed to feed, um, be a significant other and walk the dog and just be everything to everyone. And how can one survive that kind of pressure? You know? So I think self-care is really learning how, and also by the way, I should say, I think in that journey of being a mom and career woman and a significant other spouse, I think I stopped loving myself and stopped liking who I was, partly because I didn't know who I was anymore, Yeah. partly because I just had no fuel left inside of me. And so I just started... I started with washing my face. I don't know if you got to that part in the in the book, but it's the very first Yeah, start week. with your skin. Right. So in my book, Radical Radiance, 12 weeks of self-love rituals, I the first ritual I teach, and it has 52 rituals to teach you how to connect with your inner being and to really fall in love with yourself again so that you can be mm-hmm. radiant and you can be who you want to be to others, right? Um, I teach how to wash your face the right way. And I've always washed my face because my mom ingrained in me to treat your skin like the most expensive silk on earth. And she always said, wash your face, wash your, wash your face. But I never did it in a way where I felt I deserved even a minute to myself. So I started to smell the aromas. I started to appreciate touching my face in a loving way taking a moment to breathe, not letting anyone bother me during that minute. And it took that minute. And then I started to go to bed feeling like I had breathed a little bit. Right. That small, it's really strange how washing your face can change your life, but it really did for me because then I thought, well, what if I stretched a little bit without my daughter, like without cuddling with my daughter at night? What if I just stretch by myself for two minutes that felt mm-hmm. really good, Nikki. And then I, I thought, know. well, what if I meditate in the morning, but I don't know how to meditate. And actually meditation was so hard for me because I was left alone with my thoughts. And my thoughts would always say, you're not a good enough mom. You're not being a good enough boss. You're not enough. You're not enough. That's the story I was telling myself. And so I didn't want to be by myself. But as I started to do these self-love rituals that I teach in the book, it was a transformation journey for myself for me to fall in love with my soul and to realize that we are not the labels, right? We are not the, I should, I need to, I have to, we are not our mistakes. 
We are not our failures. We're actually not our successes, but there's an essence inside of us that's very powerful and beautiful. And when you connect to that essence, and that's a ritual that I, I teach as well, how do you connect to your inner essence? I can't even describe it in words, Nikki. It's very powerful. And yeah, it's, it's it is radiant. powerful. It's a radiant source inside of you that it's it's invisible, but it's everywhere. It's how you manifest. It's how you smile. It's how you show up in the world for yourself, your kids, your significant others, your your um, your employees, your coworkers. And we all have it. And we all have it. We all have it. And the amazing thing, you're right, Nikki, and the best part, it's free. It's there. But you do need to spend time with yourself, your inner essence, getting to know that inner essence without all of those labels. It's it's so true and it's so powerful. And, you know, I'd never thought about people resisting meditation because they didn't want to be by themselves. They didn't want to be alone with those thoughts, which, by the way, none of those thoughts that make you feel bad about yourself are ever true. But we have been telling ourselves the same story over and over again that we start to believe them. And I talk all the time on this podcast about everyone in your life who you love deserving the best version of you. And, and so give it to them by taking that time to meditate or do some other self-care practice. But I love the idea of, of you making it something really tangible. Like, okay, we're going to start small, which I, I fully believe in starting small, with washing your face. So let's dive right into that those colloquial connotations of self-care. Like everyone's like, okay, I don't have time for a bubble bath, right? Everyone thinks about a bubble bath when you say self-care. So what do you say to those moms? Like how do we, how do we go and give ourselves permission to, to prioritize ourselves by starting with something really small and tangible? I know that's very tricky because self-care can now sound like something you have to do right? Mm -hmm. Everyone talks so much about it and then it becomes another to do. I think self-care is anything that just makes you feel good from saying, well, first of all, let me give you my definition of self-care and then we can drill it down a little bit so that it's more bite-sized. My definition is self-care is an action for which your future self will thank you. And so for me, it's, that means financial wellness, anything as big as financial wellness, I really believe that um, you, when you take care of yourself financially, your future self will thank you. For sure. All the way down to organizing your fridge, which is, yeah. <laughs> which is something I did two weeks ago. I just, I was so sick of my daughter asking me, what's for, what's for dinner? And me forgetting and then just buying or ordering food and buying more ingredients and forgetting, oh, we actually have enough for dinner in the fridge. And I felt like we're just very disorganized. We're wasting money. I want to get it under control and I organize my entire fridge. And so anything as small as that, even vacuuming can be self-care because depending on how you view it, you can view it as a chore and you have to do it and you're resentful, or you can view it as I'm getting my steps in. I'm, this is time by myself just to think. You can listen to music on your, your iPhone and it can be almost meditative. You know, it just, mm-hmm. even washing dishes can be wonderful. And I have a very nice dish soap and the suds. I just love playing with the suds. 
And for me, because I have to make so many decisions during the day that are stressful, it's just like, oh my God, I love that I washed that dish and it's done. Yeah. And then after putting on a very nice lotion after and smelling the aroma, you can make anything that's a routine into a ritual. Drinking your coffee can be a ritual, right? You can um, smell your coffee and the aroma and watch the, as you're swirling your, your spoon with the, stirring in the milk and the coffee, that can be very mesmerizing and you smell the aromas. See how you can elevate something into a ritual by being present, by enjoying it and by savoring the moment. Yes. That is amazing. (laughs) What an awesome perspective just to have in any, any like routine in life. You really can be grateful for anything and flipping it on its head that way, even washing a dish and making it a more pleasant experience for yourself by buying a really nice dish soap and then having a luxurious hand cream to use afterwards. Who would, I've never heard someone say like washing dishes can be a form of self-care, but it totally can. It's just a matter of shifting that paradigm. That's amazing. Right. For me, it's very soothing. And I think they said something like we go through our day making about 35,000 decisions a day. That's decision fatigue. fatigue. And it's no wonder that, especially, and I'm sure for moms, it's way more. So you can see how the act of anything from washing a dish to washing your face can be very Mm. cleansing. And if you just make it a time when you're doing it, it's a ritual that you're carving out time for, you don't have to think and you're just smelling, feeling, touching, enjoying, savoring. Yeah. It's it's a spa for your mind. Right. <laughs> and it's always available to you. I think when I wash my face, I use it, I do it in sort of a utilitarian way. Like I need to just wash my face. Like I just do it to get through it. And it has never occurred to me that I could choose because it is a choice. Yes. I could choose to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And to make it into more of a spa-like ritual. Why not? It's the yeah. same thing. I mean, obviously somebody else is washing my face when I'm at the spa, but it's like the same thing, really. Why it can't is. I recreate it? Right. I love that. It just makes the most mundane moments into something a little bit more elevated. And then it becomes a, a part of your life. It doesn't have to be this, this thing that takes even 30 minutes. It doesn't have to take, right? It can take right. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is another huge takeaway is that it doesn't have to take a lot of time. I mean, if you're going to be washing dishes anyway, might as well enjoy it. And again, that's a choice. So that is amazing. And for people who are always saying, I don't have time for self-care because I'm vacuuming or I'm doing the dishes, there you go. And then there's the beauty break. I thought we should talk a little bit about the beauty break. Yes, please. By the way, I love the name of your book. (laughs) Thank you. And so before this interview, I put on a little bit of lipstick because I was like, And your eyelashes look amazing. Thank you. She says, put on mascara. I'm going to put on a little lipstick. So um, I think a beauty break is a really nice thing for moms to do for themselves, whether it's getting a manicure or pedicure or treating yourself to an at-home blowout with a proper, you know, um, blow dryer and brush nice shampoo or which is a lot cheaper actually than going and getting a blowout at the hair salon, but why not? Certainly. If you've got the time and the funds to do so, 
These are what I call beauty breaks. They're tiny little 30 minute to one hour moments for yourself. I do henna on my hair Hmm. or I'll go get uh, a blowout. I'll get a mani-pedi. And sometimes it'll be four o'clock or four, five o'clock in the afternoon. And I will think to myself, I didn't take any time for myself today. And then that's sort of your sign that you're stuffing too much into your day. You're stuffing too much. And it's time to take things off your plate. And it's time to maybe schedule less. And people often say, oh, I can't say no. But I think saying no is saying yes. Yes. Sometimes you have to say no to others to say yes to yourself. Say yes to yourself. And there are nice ways that you can say no. You know, I know it's very hard for people to say, no, I can't. You can just say something like, oh, I'd love to next time. I'm, I'm otherwise committed next time. I would love to help. Or oftentimes I'll be, my friends are like, let's go out. And I just don't have time in my schedule. And I'll just say, I'll catch you in the next one. I can't wait to Mm -hmm. see you. Keep inviting me. Keep Keep inviting inviting me next time. Yes. And the beauty break is just a nice time for you to actually take care of yourself, but it has a practical um, reason as well. It, you save time, right? When your hair looks fabulous, you just feel more fabulous, but also you don't have to, if you've gotten a blowout, maybe you don't have to wash your face, your hair the next day, right? Exactly. Your nails look fantastic. You just feel like you can go and you feel polished. So I really enjoy my beauty breaks. How often do you say to yourself, I love my mom life? A lot, hopefully. But if sometimes you sort of feel like motherhood is one long ride on the hot mess express, you're not alone. As a mom, you have the best intentions of getting your to-do list, your goals, and you know, your life in order. And sometimes you kind of do. But then a small human asks you repeatedly for a snack and you completely lose track of what you are doing. Sound familiar? Our mission at Your Ideal Mom Life is to help moms take back their time and get more of what they want. And we have a fun and simple and free way to help you make that happen. It's called the Mom Life Challenge. During this challenge, you'll learn how to create a mom life you absolutely love. In three days, you'll jumpstart the habits you need to organize your life and your schedule. Translation, less mom fails, more winning. And did I mention it's free? Visit us at youridealmomlife.com slash momlifechallenge and join thousands of other moms who are taking back their time and loving their mom life again. Well, I will say it's more than for people who are rolling their eyes like, okay, that's nice. That sounds very vain. It's way more than that. Because like you said, it's about how you feel. And when you feel confident, you will act confident. When you feel powerful, you will behave powerfully. And there is, that can't be discounted. There is really something to be said about that energy and I challenge you if on days when you are in your sweatpants and you feel, I'm just going to say, when you feel ugly, you're not going to behave the same way you would if you felt beautiful. And that's just the, the long and short of it. So it's so much more than how you look to other people. It's about how you feel. And I think how you feel radiates into every part of your life. It really it does. does. How you feel. It. Let me share a little story with you. 
I was with my partner in the Middle East and um, his mom and I decided to go get a blowout. I was going to get a blowout and she decided she was going to accompany me. And so she was watching me get this blowout and she was like, your hair looks so beautiful. And I said, why don't you get a blowout too, auntie? And she, she said, no, 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 not for me. And she's just a typical mom who's like, not for me, for you. I'm, I'm not going to try to look beautiful. I'm not going to take care of my outer appearance. So she, she kept complimenting me. And I said, auntie, I think you want to get a blowout too. And so (laughs) the hairdresser was like, I have time for you. And finally she said, okay. She was very shy. She said, okay, I'll go. You could feel like she almost felt like she didn't deserve it maybe. Yeah. And then after she got her blowout, her hair looked just so beautiful and polished. And she was sitting up, you know, taller and she turned to me and she just smiled so radiantly and she felt good. And then uh, six months later, we went to visit her in the Middle East again. And she's been getting blowouts every week. Oh, that's awesome. And she's like, I love it. It makes me feel so good. So sometimes you want to feel good from the inside out and you work on the things that I did, the inner work, right? The meditation, Mm -hmm. time for yourself. So you're not snapping at your kids 24 seven. And sometimes you can go from the outside in and that can elevate you to just feel beautiful and feel absolutely a little bit more sensual and attractive and radiant. And then you are more attractive in terms of you attract more to you that you want. Yes. With that energy. I love that. You just said that Nikki. Yeah. You become more attractive in the sense that not, we're not talking about just attractive in the outer, in the appearance, appearance meaning, but that it's attractive in getting life experiences that are equally high vibe. Right. Like a magnet. Like a magnet. Ooh, you and I should go to coffee and wear mascara together. Yes. We're doing that. Yeah. One day when I, you know what, I'm going to be in New York in April. So maybe we'll make it happen. Oh my gosh. We, why maybe? Yes, we will make it happen. We will make it happen. Thank you for, thank you for coaching me there. We will make it happen. <laughs> yes. So can we talk about your, in your book, Radical Radiance, you talk about like mind detox, pulling weeds and planting seeds. Can tell us more about what that means? Okay. I have a planner. It's called the Saver Beauty Planner. And so I'm a very, I have to be very planned. Uh, because mm-hmm. such a, I'm such a chaotic person. So I call it organize your gorgeous chaos. In, in, I'm chaotic in that my brain is very creative. So it's all over the place. So I'm absent-minded. Uh, I forget things. And so I need a planner to, to keep myself organized. Pulling, it's a five-step system. And so what you're talking about is the third and fourth step of the five-step system of pulling weeds and planting seeds, which is um, pulling weeds is often the tasks we don't do. So it's not fun always pulling weeds from your garden, but if you don't do the things like make the doctor's appointments, pay your bills, um, call your attorney for whatever reason, like tax attorney, which is something I had to do um, for our real estate taxes, um, running errands. These aren't always right. fun, but if you don't do them, you're going to have an unwieldy, crazy garden, right? So right. Say, try to plant one to three, try to pull one to three weeds every day and then plant seeds, which I love. I think it's a secret to living an abundant life. It's an action that has potential for growth. Everything from if you're applying for jobs, you would send out that job 
application. Or if you want to learn something new, you take that French course. I'm taking a Kundalini yoga certification course, not because I want to teach yoga. I just want to learn, you know? Yeah. And you just feel youthful when you are in that learning mode. And so planting seeds is a beautiful way to have this abundant garden because if you don't plant a seed, you won't have a garden at all. Exactly. Right. So that's the pulling weeds and planting seeds. Um, And so it's part of this five-step system that I follow on a weekly and daily routine. I love that you have a planner for self-care, which by the way, I have a copy of. I think it's unbelievable. And you know, I talk all the time because I have been and experienced what it's like to live in survival mode. And I've been on the hot mess express, as I like to call it. And so now I know how to not be on there. So I do plan a lot. I mean, I plan my mornings the way you would plan anything else, but it has never occurred to me to plan self-care like in a planner. I do, you know, in my calendar block off time to exercise, but I've never thought about it, about being that intentional with it. And I love this concept. Mm. You know why I think it's really important to plan self-care, Nikki? Because I think we should take time for ourselves as seriously as we take time, as we seriously making a doctor's appointment or going to that office meeting or, you know, going on a date, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Right. So if you plan it, you are much more likely to do it. Mm -hmm. Plan that yoga session, plan that massage session, plan... I don't know. And and even you, though you don't need to write it down, you could even just say, I'm going to do dishes tonight. And my intention is to enjoy it and savor it and be present for it. Enjoy the bubbles, enjoy the scents and breathe. Yeah. And enjoy the result once it's all done. Gosh, doesn't it feel good? Yeah, it does. And I actually, once it's done, I, I do really enjoy having a clean kitchen. And now I'm going to challenge myself to enjoy the process and to choose to make that into a moment for me. Yes. And I think if you get like a really yummy um, smelling dish soap, you'll that will amplify and elevate it. Yeah. I don't think it's ever occurred to me to do that. I mean, raise your hand if you've ever thought about that when buying dish soap, right? You're not like, am I going to like how this smells? You're just like, oh, it's, it's Dawn dish soap. It's what I always buy, right? I know it, and I know it works. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we can be intentional with all of those things. So that is just such a great perspective. So before we wrap up, can you just tell us a little bit more about Mind Detox? Mm, okay. So Mind Detox is actually step zero. We have a step zero in the five-step system. Okay. So it's basically, for me, spa for the mind. You're dumping all of your do this, do that thoughts onto a piece of paper. And, I love that. Yeah. Uh, you're just, it's, it's very therapeutic and cathartic. So if you do that, I like to do it on Sundays. I put on a mask, actual Saver Beauty mask. And then I just write out everything that I need to do that week. And then I plan out, I create a five day plan. So I'm just going to show you because you and I are on video, this mind and it's different colors and you see a lot of marks there. And then I plan out my week I just enter the week a little bit more poised and prepared because it can get so chaotic. So I just need a little structure. I love that idea. I've always coached my fellow mom to do a mental dump 
But to pair it with a mask or some other kind of beauty ritual or like, I don't know, like one of those, some of those booties you put on your feet to like soften your skin, whatever it is, that's brilliant. It is brilliant. And also what I find, because I'm such a practical person, I also find that like a mask, you shouldn't keep on more than 15 minutes. It depends on what kind of mask. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, we're going to get through this in 15 minutes. I can't be interrupted. It's my non-negotiable me time. Yeah. And it's not even that much time. No, it's not that. Yeah. And it really makes, I find that doing the mind detox and planning out the week actually saves me about three to five hours in the week. I bet. Not wasting the time. Yeah. I've never calculated it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it saves me that amount of time as well. Just having that intention. And then again, removing decision fatigue. I've already decided what I'm going to do with this time. So I don't need to spin in circles. Like, what should I do? Oh, I have nothing to do, or I have too much to do. I don't know where to focus. Right. It's, a total game changer. Well, guys, I want you to check out Angela's book. It's called Radical Radiance, and you can get it wherever books are sold. And she has a little virtual goodie bag for people who buy the book. So Angela, just tell us a little more about that. Okay. Well, so if you go to RadicalRadiance.com and you upload the receipt from wherever you buy your book, Radical Radiance, um, you'll get goodies worth over $350. So some of them include my manifestation workshop, my one minute glow routine, and it includes a $25 gift card to saverbeauty.com. And so you can also connect with me by joining my email list at radicalradiance.com where I send out a weekly blog, wellness tips, um, little beauty secrets, and practical productivity organization tips as well. So you can do that at RadicalRadiance.com. Or if you're more beauty-minded and you want beauty tips from our Saver Beauty estheticians, you can go to SaverBeauty.com and enter our email list there as well. And I also play on Instagram. So you can catch me at Angela Gia Kim. J-I-A is the middle name. And I'd love to connect. I, I read all the DMs and actually respond to them as well. That's awesome. That is so generous too. So everyone, I will put the link in the show notes for the book and for the the giveaway, the virtual goodie bag. So go get yours and start living your most radiant life. <laughs> thank you so much, Nikki. You're adorable. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and I love all your tips. It's such a beautiful thing you're doing for the world. Thank you so much. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Angela Gia Kim. I know you took a ton of value from it. I can't wait to hear what you're going to be doing for your self-care ritual. And I know you're going to be taking care of yourself a little bit every day from now on. We'll see you next time on the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.